on the right side of the bed, y'all. Uh, I mean, all you do, you hope all is well, and you keeping it moving, yeah. hey, hey. Can't nobody tell me nothing, feeling like a billion bucks. I just copped a new attitude, about to pass it on to you. Yo, what's good, y'all? What's up? What's up? Yeah. What's what up? What up, man? We back. We back. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. We had a big event last week, and uh, it's only right for us to come on here and recap it, talk about it for the people, anybody that missed it, um, let y'all know about what y'all missed. So, uh, Real Men, Real Talk, the virtual summit uh, featuring Royster59, Bubba Wallace, and Dr. David Marion. Um, yeah, so what, what all do you guys think about it? I mean, real quick, we got some new faces. It's the first time on the agency podcast. Right, go ahead and introduce them then, yeah, bro. Let, let, let my guys get their introductions off, man. Kenny, you want to uh, start? Oh, absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, man, it's a pleasure to join you gentlemen. Um, I was able to catch the last conversation, and it was a blast. So I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you guys. My name is Kenny R. Hampton, and I've been able to uh, help the agency this, during this walk season with some expansion into new cities uh, such as Memphis, uh, Detroit, Charlotte, and uh, – and Jackson um, as well. So excited to continue to do what we're doing across the country, but uh, looking forward to having this conversation that we uh, was able to have an incredible event a couple of nights back with the Real Men Real Talk. So let's get it. Kenny came in and said, Kenny R. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm on here with Ratchet. I got a period of gold. I told you he was going to regret that, bro. <laughs> Where we are, man. <laughs> I forgot my M in the middle of mine, man. Get my M here. <laughs> What's up? Uh, we got somebody. Uh, Chavez, you want to go ahead? Yeah, y'all. Um, thank y'all for inviting me. Chavez Moment. Uh, Barbara, I'm with the Real Men Real Talk uh, initiative here at the African American Male Wellness Agency. Uh, I'm an engagement specialist, so I go around and engage the barbers and uh, here in the future the, um, the salons about the agency and the importance about raising awareness about African American males and you know getting rid of all these stigmas and you know getting us to talk as the t-shirt says real men real talk so I'm just happy to be on the podcast yo for sure appreciate you coming you got my idol off the off the camera <laughs> your idol <laughs> I want to be like him when I get older what's yes, going man. down everybody my name is Marjan Hopkins um I'm just representing the young voice you know HBCU voice. I've uh, been working here with AA Wellness for going on about six years now. Um, just interning and really just learning under all these black individuals and black men who can cultivate and um, create more young men. So, young mo in the making. You say, hey, what, what HBCU you go to, my guy? See you, bro. Who you with? <laughs> K State. That's all. Kentucky State, baby. Really? Oh, you suck. Bro. Best in the Reds. Hey, yes, you know, I gonna tell me suck, bro. Hey, man, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, man. It's just a friendly rivalry. We in Ohio. Let's I get it, baby. Central State, Marauder, Central State University, man. Oh, my we brother, gonna, we gonna get y'all boys the business coming. We we'll see y'all August twenty eighth, man. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all. You know what? Like I told, like I told the young mogul to make it. The only good thing about Kentucky State is y'all's band. And it's because y'all's band is run by a Central State alumnus, Al Level, and y'all's dancing crew is ran by my girl, Cherie Level. So the only good thing that I like about the thoroughbreds of Kentucky State is y'all's band because it's led by a Central State alumnus. 
So let's go. Chavez over there. Set tripping, bro. Hey, Malcolm, are we done? Like, can we go ahead and move on? Where's he at now? That's all I'm saying. Where's he at now? Where's who at now? Rebels here at K-State. Yeah, yes. He's at K-State because, you know, he had to spread that Central State Invincible Marcy Marauder love. I love the pride that y'all have in y'all schools. Sincerely. Nah, I love hey. my school, bro. Hey, we have a lot of Capital alumni here at hey, the hey, 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 We're gonna have you a Capital episode. They, they don't know about the HBC love, man. My brother man. went to Howard, you know yeah, so I don't freely love Much love for him. Hey, y'all PWIs, I have no idea about no clue. Love. All love. I know is we played Central State in football. And we wore y'all out in my era. No, I'm talking, I went to Urbana University. I ain't going to Kentucky State. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, y'all, y'all ain't worried about it. I said in my era, I, 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 can't speak, I can't speak about the 90s when the, when the school was going down and the team wasn't that good. But, but I, I can speak about what, what we did in, the, in, that, in that 90, 91, and number 92 when we had the national championship teams. I did want to go. They got quiet game. right there. I definitely was interested. Yeah, so yeah, it's all it's all HBCU HBCU love, man. So it's all about you know in the institutions of higher learning that are focused on African American male and uh, uh, female upliftment. So it's just a great thing to be at an HBCU. You know, we do joke a little bit, but it's like a, it's like a family. You know, you can only you can only joke with your family. So if, if you ain't from HBCU, man, get up off these jokes, man. Ah, get up off these jokes. He's good, ain't they? <laughs> hey, we gotta talk about this real memorable talk summit, man. It was yeah. amazing. It was really amazing, man. Um everything went, went really well, you know. Um first of all, Dr. David Marion came on first. Um and if, if y'all don't know who he is, he's the um president, the national president, I believe, of the Omega Sci-Fi fraternity. Um, and he was, he's also a mental health specialist. So he, he kind of kicked us off with some gems, some knowledge, and we kind of, uh, Jewel Woods was our facilitator. Did a really sure. good job. Did an amazing job. Shout yeah, out to Jewel, man. Yeah, yeah big facts. So job. he was actually just asking Dr. Marion some probing questions, really getting to open, start to open up and really set the tone for the entire event. And Dr. Marion was uh, gracious enough to be very candid, you know, open and up front and really just started to talk and just started to flow. Um, and that kind of set the tone for everybody else. So I wanted to just talk about Dr. David Marion for a little second here and then we can go on to, to the uh, rest of the call. What did y'all think about Dr. Marion? Man, I thought it was awesome. I, I, I thought the flow between him and Jewel was great. And then the way that Dr. Marion just, you know, talked about mental health and, you know, he broke it down and he related it to his life. So, and when you do self-disclosure, it, it, it goes to, uh, it touches more people. So the way he was just dropping them jewels, man, basically like an old school brother would do to some to some young school brothers, that was just great, man. So the back and forth conversation was awesome. Yeah, I greatly appreciated his uh, transparency. Um, he, he didn't he didn't come at us on some on some high level. He came at us and met us men where we needed to be met, and that's right. At, really just right there at the core like what's what's really going on with us and a lot of a lot of men are broken a lot of men are dealing with some some uh some trauma and um for him to just allow us to uh, learn more about him and identify with him some of the hurt and some of the pain that he's dealt with and help us to get um just get some more guidance on this on this uh 
conversation, man, because a lot of us as men, like we were hearing in the barbershop, we just don't have those uh, those moments and those spaces where we can really just go ahead and invite somebody else to have that conversation with us, man. But we need to release it. We do need to have conversation and bounce these things off of one another. So for us to have someone who has been in this field and has dedicated so much of their life towards this and just really give it to us 100, man, it, it was it was a life changing event. I really enjoyed it. So I think um, let's just move along. We can just talk about whatever. But I really think um, right after Dr. David Marion was Bubba Wallace, and, I, and me personally, uh, I think Bubba Wallace kind of stole the show um, in a good way. I really, um, you know, and Malcolm, you probably could talk to this. I'm not sure if you're allowed to or not, but you know, prior to the event, as we were starting to market, I'm to do whatever I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, we was prior to the event as we was promoting and put the flyers out there with Bubba Wallace on it. We got a lot of feedback, you know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of comments and commentary. And you want to talk to some of that, Malcolm? How that works? Um, yeah, I, I try not to give too much attention to negativity. Um, but what I will say is that my eyes just opened up to like some of the scrutiny that he gets on the day-to-day you know like when somebody's in the headlines then you see it because everybody's talking about it and like you see like the racist comments and stuff underneath it or whatever but for us to be i don't know do you know how long ago the the news incident was uh it's it was months ago i I thought it was last year for real i'm thinking like yeah no that was about six months ago yeah it was a long time ago and like when we announced that he was going to be one of our panelists like underneath the, the comments and the private messages that we was getting to call all types of you know racial slurs they wow. um you know they call them like justice my lead and all types of stuff or whatever so i could only imagine i was reading it and then they was turning on us too you know what i'm saying like oh here go another agency or whatever like what about the white male wellness agency and all that type of stuff and i was reading it i think i got tough skin but, bro, that was exhausting for me to have to read through. So I can only imagine what it'd be like for him on a day-to-day type basis. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I don't know if it was Jewel or, or Dr. Marion that kind of, like, really set that tone for him to get to that space that he was in. But Bubba Wallace was very open, very honest, and just real. He was real authentic throughout the entire process. Um, I actually got to speak with uh, some of his representation uh, afterwards. And, and what they told me was that, you know, he's done a lot of different speaking engagements and had these different uh, things like this or whatever. But they said that he's never been that candid and that open and that articulate about his situation or about his life and about what he does, deals with uh, until that moment with us on that call. So, you know, it, it really just shows that that platform that we have, this Real Men Real Talk, uh, is, is a great platform. You know, we, we make sure it's a safe space for people to feel comfortable to open up. And then, you know, we'll talk about it probably a little bit later, but even Kenny, you know, we was in the barbershop together and those men just started to pour out and talk about everything that was going on. It was really because we set that tone from the beginning. So, again, that's, that's kudos to Jewel. But I think, um, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think Bubba Wallace got to that point because of how open and comfortable everybody else was prior to him getting a chance to speak. And even afterwards, he even stayed on the call, came back later and yeah. went even into more detail about some of the things he was going through. So, um, you know, you can't I, hear what you don't reveal. Yeah, you just gonna right. steal my bar. <laughs> he I knew it was coming, bro. Maybe it came from Malcolm. Nah, that's a whole bar. You, you can't heal what you never revealed. But I say it all the time. But um, I, I do think that that's a testament to what real men real talk is. And like even on our monthly real men real talks that we have, 
afterwards, I hear people say all the time, like, I'm so grateful to have this space to be able to talk about things. Like, I think the reason why Bubba Wallace felt so comfortable is because it was probably one of the, like, outside of, like, an actual therapy session, it's one of the first times it's like, oh, you have permission to come and, like, you know, have a safe space to talk about things. And um, at our, we, we watched that at the bar, we was at our bar, and we had a whole bunch of college kids that was there. And one of the dudes came up to me afterwards. It's like, I've never seen this many black men talking about our mental health and stuff all at once. It's like, I, I hope that this keeps on going. I was like, oh, yeah, we got it on a monthly type basis. But it was a very similar reaction. And just to, um, just to speak to what you were talking about, Mr. Malcolm. Um, Mr. Think, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's the respect on my name. Just to speak to what you were talking about, I think in order to change, we have to be genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fact the genuine factor is very key to um, helping change things. So if we're if we as men are just there talking about oh, okay, we're just talking about the surface things, but we're really having things that are bothering us under the surface, um, that's not going to change anything. In order yeah. to change, you have to go through some pressure. You have to go through some things and let some things go. So I yeah. think that's real good. And you know, like to your point, I think that there's been a huge cultural shift, like in society. It didn't always used to be this way. Like once upon a time, people wasn't really allowed to talk about their mental health right, or right. or even worse, bro. Like we call people crazy, you know what I'm saying? As a negative, as a slur, like whenever they act. In, so it's, it's stigma um, if you have like mental health problems or whatnot. And I think that it's important that we keep on having this high visibility to say, yo, we got to work through this stuff. And I think it's going to make our whole community healthier. Because one, one thing, um, and I'm a whole generation separated from you guys. So when I came up, you know, uh, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. I'm 52 years old. Um, talking about mental health or anything that happened outside of your home was taboo. Mm-hmm. Better not say anything that's going on in this house, outside this house. So and for men, it was there was no signs of weakness. There was nothing, uh, no crying. Uh, complaining, none of that. You just had to suck it up and take it in. And back to the point with the Bubba Wallace is um, with Bubba Wallace being in NASCAR, being in a sport that's predominantly white, the opportunities for him to be around individuals that look like him and talk like him and go do the things like he does is probably very limited. So this Real Men, Real Talk event was actually probably maybe one of the first times that he's got to be around a room of African-American males that go through the same things that he goes through. And he may find it, you know, it seemed to me like he found it uh, more comfortable to talk about his situations because, you know, with the whole news thing, and I looked at it, um, the whole news thing um, in the Talladega Speedway was back in July. So this was basically like a, a year anniversary of that happening to him. And for him to be able to have an opportunity to talk to some individuals like ourselves, like black men, is is probably that's one of the reasons that he may feel free to open up because he knew that we could relate to the things that he goes through. So I, I was I was amazed that he really did open up like that. I was like, oh, OK, because like you say, in the media, you never get to see an individual like that. You get the sound bites and everything. But for them to just come in and wholeheartedly just self-disclosed things that's going on. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. So, And before we move on, I want to make sure I make this point. 
So the this, now, oh, we, man. no, it's, it's a couple <laughs> points actually because we talked, we touched on a little bit when you said the gentleman that, that you was with Malcolm. He said, "I never seen this many men come together." Just to touch on how far our reach was with this event, mm. um, you know, we had over 230 different cities yes. uh, that were tapped in that registered for this event. Wow. We had over 11 different countries uh, that had at least one registrant for the event. Um, and, you know, the reach was the reach was crazy. I, Malcolm, to all the logistics. And it's the logistics 43 states. 43 states. We had a thousand people that was watching it like live on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thousand live on Thursday, you, you know. So it, it was a, it was a, a huge number, but for the people in Columbus, Ohio, I'm mean, sure this is this was national. So I understand the people that was outside of Columbus that may be new to them, they may not have heard of this. But the people in Columbus that say, "Well, we need this more often," or well, "We don't do this," or "We don't do this enough," we've been doing this for the past at least year. year. Yeah, for yeah. the past year, at least twice a month in the city of Columbus, Ohio. So if you are in Columbus, Ohio, and you enjoyed yourself on that Real Men Real Talk Summit call, or if you're just hearing this podcast now and you want to know what we're talking about, we do this twice a month. As you can see that on, a, uh, on the ticker at the bottom, the next one is going to be in August, uh, August 10th. I'm reading the ticker as it goes past. <laughs> August 10th here in Columbus. And it's doing our big uh, Black Men's Health Week that we're doing this year. So uh, be sure to just tap in with us. Um, I'm going to put Malcolm on the spot. Do you know the text message number for people to text to get that information? Nah, but I can get it, though. Yep, and also, sure. um, in case you missed it, we, we put the comment up a, a couple of sec- seconds ago. But the audio from the Real Men Real Talk, obviously, you can't catch it live because it already happened. But you can go to our podcast and you can listen to it. It's also up on our YouTube. Um, so if you want to watch the video, then you can watch it on YouTube. If you just want to listen to it, then you can open up. Um, and I think that we're live now everywhere. So we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Cast. Yeah, anywhere <laughs> that you can listen to podcasts, that. That, um, you can you can go ahead and, and tap in and hear the full conversation. You know? yeah, and we do encourage y'all to go ahead and do that because it was a great convo. It's sure. worth it. It's yeah, worth it for sure. sure. Definitely. I just want to uh, just pause and give kudos to you guys for real for doing the, doing the thing, man. Like really – out here, uh, yeah, patting yourself on the back, really just doing a thing, trying to help better our black men um, as a whole, definitely. The number, uh, well, first, thank you, Marty, uh, for that. No problem. The number, if you guys do want to get in on our uh, text messages about Real Men Real Talk specifically, it you would text RMRT to 888-675-1354. You could also text and walk to that same number. That's 888-675-1354. And I'm going to put that on the screen too. Appreciate that. Now, uh, I think um, the biggest draw for the event, in my personal opinion, I mean, and with my age, right, I guess I'll say, we got a, we got a wide range of people here um, on this call. It's just pretty dope. But for my age group, I'm, I'm about, I'm 31. Uh, the biggest draw that I thought for our event was uh, Royce to 5 9 You know, mm-hmm. Uh, people in my age, we understand who he is and what he brings to the table as far as the artist, but also on the mental health side of things as well. So he's always preaching, you know, black excellence and uh, black men, mental health and, and, and things like that. So the fact that we had him on this call, uh, I was excited about it. And I'm sure a lot of people that are around my age were excited about it as well. I told you before, like when we did the little preview or whatever, like me personally, like I was listening to his music when I was going through my own mental health stuff. And like I was listening to it, it helped me to get through a lot of it. So that was real surreal seeing him up on the screen, like talking to us or whatever, you know. 
But during the call, I mean, during the during the call, I almost had my little um, stress and anxiety piece or whatever because he's like he didn't get on on time. <laughs> yeah. I guess he got double booked and he wasn't on. Yeah. And I had been communicating with his team prior too, so then everybody looking at me like, "Yo, <laughs> where is he at? <laughs> where is he at? Yeah, you told us he's gonna be on here. Where is he at?" And me, you know, as an agency. Uh, our mantra uh, is we do what we say we're going to do, right? You know what sure. I'm saying? So we've been promoting saying he's going to be on there. He did a video part two. And at first, I'm like, man, if he don't show up, this is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, da, 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 da. But he definitely came through in the clutch. He hopped on there. Uh, he definitely dropped some gems. I didn't get a chance to hear him as he spoke uh, live because our barbershop that we were in doing our watch party <laughs> was so lit. Like it was just so much happening, so much conversation going on that we was in some good conversation. People opening up, talking about their things they're going through, or whatever. So we didn't really get a chance to hear Royce, but I went back and watched it afterwards. Um, so like I said, like Malcolm just mentioned, it is worth going back to listen to or watch because it's some important information that's being dropped, some gem being dropped that you want to make sure you pick up as they putting them down. So um, it was really good um, that he came on there late, but he still he he definitely did his thing. What y'all think about Royce? Yeah, I mean, I kind of already spoke about it. Like, and I was actually with you. I was with you, Perry. I was watching you deal with all the mayhem behind the scenes, man. And shout out to Perry, man. He, you don't get Perry. enough credit for what he did as far as his uh, role that he played with the entire, uh, you know, event. Also, you know, he was shout out to Carlton and the rest of the team, uh, Malcolm as well. But I was, I was, I was making my way to the barbershops. <laughs> That's 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 that sounds like a central state marauder looking around trying to figure out when they're gonna get their props. Right. But no, and a huge shout out, huge shout out to those that was that had their feet on the ground, right? Like the people that were going out to those barbershops like Chavez, making sure that we actually had watch parties in these barbershops because the barbershop is where a lot of men bring their issues. Like a lot of people think that men are bringing their issues to church and things like that. No, we're taking them to the barbershop. And we really let know like we're releasing a lot of things that's going on with us inside of those those four walls. And so for those men to have that opportunity to hear from Royce, to hear from Dr. Marion, uh, you know, even Kevin Boyce. Kevin Boyce shook the room with yeah. some of the yeah. that he was dropping, man. He really let us into his his personal life as well. And I, I just feel like that was um something that in our room, I know Perry can relate, man. They turned down the the, the volume of the Zoom. So that they can start having their conversation as men about their own issues, man, and it was, it was powerful. Yeah, it's like as we as we started to plan this out and how we envisioned it is like we wanted people to tune into the Zoom and then have their own conversations going forward, and it really happened where we were at. It was like so dope to see it actually come to life. You know, you like you expect it to happen. You want people to do it, but you don't know if you're not there. You know what I mean? So uh, me and Kenny being there. Uh, in the shop and we didn't like orchestrate or anything like that we was just sitting there tuning with everybody else and they kind of just naturally it started to happen like you know what i mean it was really amazing to see what was some of the stuff that y'all talked because i wasn't at y'all's watch party so like what was some of the stuff that they talked about so man we, oh i'm sorry go ahead no no, no you without good. violating any like no. you know no you good man i think the key and I, I think that perry will agree with this the key that we kept hearing man is um is having that mentorship like that we had a, a we had different age groups in the room right so like we had some young fellas in there we had some older gentlemen there as well and we had like that middle of the road group but man what we kept hearing is you know iron sharpening iron and something is happening in the room like we had a gentleman for example we had a gentleman that walked past the barbershop looked in kind of like was like wait a minute like they, they're in there chilling 
he actually came in and asked, like, what's this? We told him, hey, it's a mental health event. Real men will talk. Grab yourself something to eat. He stayed, and then he ended up um, – he told us why he came. He wanted to get a haircut. And one of the fellows like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cut you up. But, bro, he was like, man, my life has been changed because of this experience. So what we got from it, man, was the fact that, like, men are wanting to be their best. They're just wanting and they're, they're in need of somebody to walk the walk with them together. So we all was just making commitments, man, to go ahead and do what we can to do as much as we can to, to, to lock arms with our brothers and, and, and do this thing together versus having our, our men out here doing it by themselves, man. So mentorship was was huge in our conversation. And then just just to piggyback a little bit off what Kenny just said, that actually happened. Like we was in there, yeah, that's, randomly that's walked past and just seen us. He poked in, he looked around, and he <laughs> like, come on in. And he came and he asked what was going on. It was just so amazing how organic it was. Like it was a yeah. whole type of like uh, structural or planning nah. that it really just happened organically. That's what happens in the barbershop. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That so, was one reason to have it there. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I muted, sir? Nah. No, that's just nah. your computer, man. You, nah, you good, Chavez. You good. I hear you. Yeah, yeah don't that. unmute that. <laughs> no, I was just looking. It said, unmute. it said muted on it. But yeah, yeah that was one. Um, we came up with the idea of having a virtual one. That was one of the reasons uh, I came up with it, having the watch parties because for African-American males, traditionally, that's been the place where men come and gather and collect and give out information is the barbershop. So having that type of conversation with me being a barber almost 30 years, these type of conversations, organic conversations, I see those on a daily basis. But the uh, regular public that doesn't get to see the black man in um the real organic black man open up and talk like they do in the barbershop because the barbershop is somewhere that's familiar for men from the time that you're two all the way to the time you leave this earth so men feel more comfortable talking in the barbershop so that's one of the things too that's that's why that was this was such a perfect match to be able to see public figures um you know, being open and honest about their mental health and their struggles. And, you know, brothers get to see that, hey, they go through it too, just like I'm going through it. So that's why it was just such a match. And I'm glad that you guys had that experience because that's something that I experience every day. Hmm. That's, that's what I experience every day in the barbershop is type of things that happen with this real men, real talk. Some That's something that we need in our community to get men to be able to talk. So. That's something that uh one of the people in the comments like it was uh women well everybody was allowed to join in we just saved space for you know black men to actually have the the mic and to talk um but some of the women that were in the in the comments it was like yo I've never seen I didn't know that men thought like this or that they were going through this type of thing so for that reason I'm really glad that it was public and that anybody could tune in um because it, it kind of gave microscope so you can look into our minds and our hearts and whatnot and then you know going back to um kenny was saying how uh kevin voice came on and really uh blesses with some gems i think you know what made this call so great was not just the panelists you know what i mean we talked about how, the, how great they were and they were amazing and jewel like we, we can't tell, talk about how much how good he was the facilitator but when people the random people that came on and just gave their commentary or asked questions throughout the, the call the participants you know, they came with some real good questions or comments and really helped with that dialogue and really expanded what we were talking about. Um, 
Lee Woodall happened to be on the call. He's a former NFL uh, player. He was on the call. He gave us some good information. Um, uh, I can't think of all the names of the people that were on there, but they were really giving us some good some good gems, and I wanted to just touch a little bit more about that. What do you guys think about those people that came on and asked questions? My uncle actually had a chance to ask a question as well. He, he asked a question about the uh, substance abuse and addiction and things right. like that. But um, what do you guys think about, like, how the, the people that came on and asked those questions, how, like, what do you think about that? Going into the event, I didn't think that we would really be able to have the level of participation and audience engagement that we did. Um, just because of the volume, like when we saw those numbers kept on going up, <laughs> like, I mean, just candidly speaking, um, at the beginning, it was like, yo, if we can get 200 people to log in from across the country, it'll be lit. Like, we'll, we'll enjoy that. Like, that'll be a success and stuff for us. We crossed the 200 mark like three weeks ago. <laughs> and, then, and then we crossed the 400 mark and then the 500 mark, then 600. So we were like, oh my, like, how are we going to be? Able, or right. we were concerned. It's like, yo, what about, you know, bots and spammers or is somebody going to try and hijack it and all that? Um, so I, I say all that to say that I was really happy to see, like, you know, that we were able to navigate that. And, you know, shout out to Columbus Black for helping to make that happen. Um, but yeah, I just enjoyed, like, having people that we didn't um, know come onto the screen and like ask their questions and whatnot. Yeah, one of the guys in the barbershop, uh, shout out to uh, Jamie Woods, who actually is the one who, um, you know, was was instrumental in having us host one at Working Wonders with his dad's barbershop. And um, he, he had a great question where he asked, like, how do you go from being um, like a, a human doing into uh, a, a human being yeah. Um, because as men, I mean, that, that question really hit home with me because I'm like, as a man, I do feel like I'm constantly in this state of like, I need to be doing something to making sure that I'm taking care of the family, making sure that I'm being the best husband and father that, you know, I could possibly be. But then at the end of the day, like, what am I doing for um, myself? Like, what am I doing to uh, get myself um, in position mentally to go out here and fight this fight? Right. And uh, I think Dr. David Marion hit the nail on the head where he was just saying, you know, you don't you don't just get uh, you don't just drive your vehicle without getting oil changes to it and, and getting you know different maintenance done to your vehicle. And you don't just go to the dentist, you know, once every couple of years. So why should we treat our mental health any different? Like our mental health requires maintenance. And I'm just like, wow, like that that hits home. So if we don't have therapists in place and men it's not it's not soft to have a therapist. Like that's, that's something that I really took from the conversation is that having that therapist is, is key for us as men. I mean, I'm sure we got, um, you know, people that are responsible for certain things that we're doing with our, our bodies or what we're doing with, you know, uh, our skill sets that are mentoring us, but well, we should have some, some type of resource that we could tap into as well as men to release some of the stuff that we're dealing with so that we can get the help and be well in those areas. And then if you're listening to this to this podcast now or you hear this later, you just know just know that uh, us as the African American Male Wellness Agency, like that's what we do. We are the connectors. You know what I mean? We are gonna get you the resources, the help, whatever you need to become a better man, father, um, you know, being, like Kenny just said, to become a better being, you know, we are here for that. So if you listen to this, like, okay, they're talking about getting a therapist, they're talking about doing that and doing this, but where do I start? Where do I go? Reach out to us. You know, we're here for that. Chavez is going around town every single day 
giving out resources to the community for people to get uh, mental health specialists or to get um, substance abuse uh, specialists or to get whatever the case you need, you know, whatever you need uh, as, a, as a man, you know, we're here to try to enhance men uh, in, in our uh, area. So, you know, reach out to us and let us know if you don't know where to start or where to go, what steps to take, we got you. I want to make sure I put that out there as well. But no, overall, I mean, I really think the event was great. Um, I think on our next pod, we should probably see if we can get some people that were on the call, maybe kind of join us and just give their feedback as a, a non-agency point of view. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. I still my job. <laughs> He's trying to produce the podcast. <laughs> of course, we work, we work for the agency, you know what I mean? So, you know, we, we, we do have a, a horse in the race, but um, I really think it was that good that we can really call out a random person and be like, what did you think about it? You know, and they, they'll have Absolutely. that passion. Yeah. That same sincereness and to be like, man, it was really eye opening. Uh, it was really impactful. And I don't think nobody felt like they was. This, this is how you know how good it was is that, you know, we kept that consistent number at about 300 and something people on the Zoom alone throughout the entire call. You know what I mean? So to keep that many people on a Zoom call where they probably won't even get a chance to over speak, two hours. Yeah. 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 And we kind of we cut it short. Like we could have kept it going. And, you know, everybody didn't get a chance to speak. You know what I mean? So to keep that that number like that, you know what I mean? If people were engaged and, and they were they were um, interested. So I want to just make sure I put that out there. It was great, man. Yeah, that was dope. Because uh, we actually had a situation in, in the shop where I was at where, you know, we had the two young barbers. And, you know, I told them we had the mental health event. All right, yeah, whatever. We're going to have food. Oh, we get to eat? So they really weren't engaging in it. But you know, it was it was that point when it when it came on, I turned off the music and I turned up the volume on the summit and they were cutting. And then you could just see them start looking and engaging. And you know, uh the one the, the youngest brother, he's he's new to the whole shop experience. So he stopped and he his clippers was off and they were just looking and engaging. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, they're getting it. You know, it's touching them. And then even when they got done cutting. The client, he just got out the chair and he sat and he was watching and the barber was about to leave. And then um, I believe Dr. Marion was talking about um, his relationship with his daughters. Uh, he was talking about being a father relation to his daughters and all of us in there are girl dads. So they tapped in and they were there the rest of the time when they were just planning to cut and leave. So. The, the questions that were asked and the jewels that were dropped was just great. And if you were a man and you were watching or even at earshot of the summit, it caught your attention and somehow, some way it, it, it affected you in a positive way. So yeah, it was great. So I really appreciate it and looking forward to do the next one for real. It was great. If any of y'all have any interest in like coming on here and like talking about your experience with this event or really any of the events that we have, and please drop us a line. You can message us on uh, social media. It's AA Wellness Agency everywhere. Um, and, and it may not be you coming on to, to the show. Like, even if you don't want to come in and actually, you know, do the whole production, you can just send in a, a voice note and we'll add it at the end of the episode for you. So if anybody has any testimonials or anything that they want to share, then please just, uh, again, touch with us and we'll connect you. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think yeah, I was going. I was going. I can go on and on about this event, man. It was amazing. I, I mean, maybe it was it was like like Chavez says, like when 
people start to talk about the thing that's like particular to your situation at that time, mm-hmm. you know, it really resonates with you. And what resonated for, for you? Yeah, for me, I was, I was just about to get to that. For me, it wasn't really the panelists or the people on the Zoom. But as we started to talk in the barbershop afterwards, it was actually Kenny. <laughs> Kenny was talking about um, how, you know, he was like, he was he, basically he was saying, you got to take care of home first. And with me, I've been working in the community for like the last 10, 12 years. That made me feel so old when I say that. But I have. Oh, Jesus. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Marty was in elementary school, bro. <laughs> but what, um, but what, what really resonated with me is that, like, you know, when I, whenever somebody, something for somebody else, like a, a, my job or an event I'm doing or whatever I'm doing, I'm like, I got to be on time. I got to do this. I got to get this. I got to be that. I got to be held. I got to be accountable my name, you know what I'm saying? My name is on this. I got to make sure it's perfect. But at the crib, my wife asked me to do something, and you know, I'd be like, I'll get to it, or you know what I'm saying? Things like that. So he was basically talking about how you got to take care of home first or whatever before, you know what I'm saying, you can take care of people outside the home or whatever. And that was really a big thing for me because me and my wife, we get into all the time about that. And she tells me that, and I never hear it. Like, she'd be like, well, if so-and-so wants you to do it, you'll do it. Or if it's so-and-so, so-and-so, such and such, you'll be on it. And it's like, I don't hear that from her because I'm thinking she's just mm-hmm. nagging, but that's, that's what he was talking about, like that iron sharpens iron. Like when it comes from, you know what I'm saying, somebody that's in a similar situation as you, another married man who has kids and is doing well or whatever, you're like, man, that really resonated. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the that was the one that was that was what it was for me, was that that conversation we had in that barbershop. He wasn't even talking to me. He was just talking about his wife or whatever. And it ha- it just was coming to me, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's how that real man real talk really uh, is is so great. It's like just the conversation can flow so many different ways and so many different angles, you know what I mean? And it's going to be something there for you, whether you're a father, a brother, a cousin, an uncle, whatever it is, you know what I mean? You're going to hear something that's going to be impactful for you. So that's what it was for me. I don't know if y'all have a, a similar story, anything that happened that resonated with y'all really like personally or not. Real man, real talk, brother. Yeah, I kind of already shared mine early when uh, homeboy came up at the end of it. It's like, oh, when's the next one? Like, right? Yeah. I mean, we had some people in Virginia. It's like, yeah, y'all, we need y'all out here in Virginia. We had some people in uh, Brooklyn, yeah. Arizona. Yeah, all comment engaged. Like, hey, when y'all coming out here? So just to you know, we can wrap it up here real soon. But uh, as we had our recap meeting as an agency. Not letting the count back here. Yeah, I'm about to mute you. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about uh doing this uh real man, real talk. This is live, I'll just so you mind, know. <laughs> our state of mind tour, you know what I'm saying? Take this show in a row, like not just have the, the virtual, you know, because virtual is great, it was a great experience. But you get in person with these people and you can have these breakout sessions and things like that, it can get to a whole nother level, right? So, we're talking about we're doing the one here in Columbus on August 10th. We're talking about taking this show on the road. The same thing, our state of mind, and going to Detroit and going to uh, Memphis and going to Jackson and going to all of our markets and even outside of our markets over here now. And really taking this show on the road and having this more in-person thing. So we, we're having these talks now on how we can logistically do that and make sure that we're really taking this show on the road and really impacting as many people as we can uh, with this Real Men Real Talk piece. So I'm excited, man. Real Men Real Talk was a success. And we appreciate y'all for joining us and, and listening to us talk about it. Yeah, anybody else got any other final words that they want to share? Nah, man, just kudos to the entire African-American male wellness agency and the leadership, um, you know, to even act on something like this on a topic that, um, 
it's not always an easy conversation to have. Thanks for allowing us to even have that space. I think everybody, if you engaged, whether you were in person at a watch party or you watch the, um, you know, the conversation online, um, you got you walked away feeling like you was a better man because you experienced that conversation. So um, I know that I, it helped me. Um, you know, Dr. David Marion dropped some gym, some gems that I'm going to use because I'm a girl dad as well. Um, but I'm excited about being able to, to, to like, like Perry was saying, just be able to like do this with other men and let's challenge each other to be the best versions of ourselves. You know, so I, I do consider our homes to be our practice fields or our practice courts. So let's try to sharpen our, our tools inside. And that, that way we go out into the community or into the schools or to the workplaces. We're performing at a crazy level, but we got a cheering section back at the crib that's rooting us on because they understand nah he's taking care of us we're getting exactly what y'all getting out there we're getting to here as well so you know let's let's go ahead and let's we got four on this screen right now and we got several that's listening that's tuned in let's hold each other accountable to be the best version of ourselves and then we're gonna have some more real men real talk that's gonna be on a whole nother level that's thanks man just real quick um i just want brothers to take away from it because you know, me being on me being here on the screen, you know, the one the, the one with the grade with the wisdom showing, you know, <laughs> to be able to get, you know, to the fifty plus club. And the best way that is that happen is, you know, to reduce our stress and become, you know, more of a human being and not a human doer. Cause as men, we just go and go and go and go and we don't take care of ourselves. So now is the time for brothers to open up. And talk about what's going on in your personal life, in your health life, in your spiritual life. You know, unless you got a brother in Christ or a brother that's that's spiritual with you, nine times out of ten, a man doesn't have anybody that he can truly open up to. So this real man, real talk thing is is a, is a way for men to do it. You know, I'm in the barbershop and I get to see men open up. I get to see men in um in a state of mind that a lot of people don't get to see them in. I get to see men cry weekly when's the last time you've seen a man cry wow. i get to see men cry weekly because of so much stress and trauma that we hold the time that we open our eyes and give thanks for opening our eyes to the time we close our eyes you know we deal with stress all day so brothers it's okay to not be okay it's okay to talk about what's going on you don't want to keep building that up and you know in the black community we already have enough health problems we don't need all this stress and trauma to add to our high blood pressure, add to our to our um, you know heart problems, add to you know all the other things that that can happen when you deal with a lot of stress and trauma. So, brothers, it's okay to talk about what's going on in your life. We got girl dads on here. We deal with a lot of extra stress, so we just need to be able to open up and be honest, so we can be better men, we can be better fathers. And we can better be better in service of God because if we, if our mind isn't clear, we can't give the best us. You know, so let's just learn. You know, you young brothers that's on here, learn to talk, learn to express yourself. Don't get to you know. I was I was plus forty years old, so I so I knew it was okay to talk about what's going on in my life. So I don't want you guys to you know have to deal with that stuff so long. So learn to get you a a, a best friend. Learn to get you brother in Christ that you can talk to say, Hey, bro, I'm not feeling right. Hey, brother, I need some help. I need to get this off of me. So just do that, man, for yourself. Just be the best man. You can be be a real man, a, a real man and have real talk. So, 
appreciate that, Chavez. Hey, that's the mic drop moment right there. So, like, <laughs> again, shout out to Marty Marr for joining us on the podcast. Shout out to Marty Marr. And if y'all want to find us, you know, like Malcolm said, we everywhere. I've just learned we on Apple, we on Spotify. You just search the AA Wellness Agency, and we're going to be there. Uh, what is it? Um, Patreon or whatever. I don't know. We ain't on Patreon. We're doing it big, We're doing it What's the thing called? FM? What's it called? What's the Anchor. Anchor. Yeah, Anchor. Anchor. Just, just, Spotify. Just, just check your, your podcast platforms and yeah. just, just type AA in. Wellness and, and type in AA Wellness Agency, man, and we will come up. Like right now, I am I am right now live on my Facebook classmates right now. So you can go to my Facebook page and see this, get the recap, hit the links, hit AA Wellness, bro, and we are here for you. Yes, sir. Amen. But get into this AA Wellness Walk, 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 walk,